Today we're talking about bringing back the dead, reboots and reshoots, and... You know what I'm talking about? Highway to the danger zone, yeah. Now we have to pay for that song. Hey everyone, I'm Maxwell. I'm Justin. And I'm Travis. This is episode hashtag 51, recorded on May 24,2017. Nerds with Mikes is a podcast about movies, comma, TV shows, comma, games, comma, technology, comma, Oxford, and much more. See what oh, I did there? With the, I did. Uh, <laughs> Oxford comma is the best comma. Uh, yeah. So what have you guys been up to? Justin, I'll let you start since you always like to go first. Uh, that's right. Uh, so uh, I saw La La Land. And? It was good. I feel sadder as having <laughs> seen it, but uh, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I've been watching Parks and Rec and Better Call Saul, Fargo. And then last couple of days I've been in Louisville. I uh, had some really good Brazilian food, had a lot of junk food, and then I saw... Mumford and Sons last night. Oh, I thought you were going to say KFC. nipples. You were like totally. I just saw nipples and Mumford and Sons <laughs> at uh, the KFC Yum Center. So that was a lot of fun. It's, a, it's called the KFC Yum. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. That's America I, for you. I thought the one in Huntington was bad when it was the Big Sandy Superstore Arena. Yeah, that's still bad. But the KFC Yum exclamation point center is also bad. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so not much up on the video game front, Justin? Actually, no. I was actually sick last week, and I did not feel like playing a video game. I did play Farpoint and Injustice, too, but I'll talk about both of those later. Farpoint uh, made me sick. Oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, I myself have uh, spent this week um, catching up on a lot of uh, shows. Um, there was uh, I watched the finale of End of the Badlands. I watched the finale of Flash. I am caught up on Gotham. Maxwell, did you watch the last episode oh, of Gotham? Oh, yeah. You know it. Yeah, it was a great episode. Um I'd still need to catch up on Fargo. That's on the back burner still. Put it here. Yeah. Look. Uh, yeah. That's on the front burner. I tra- I traveled to Lexington for work, uh, but got a surprise that somebody had a pair of free Mumford & Son tickets, so I also... You were there? Yeah, I was what? there. And you were the friend uh, that... Oh, yeah. You were the friend that helped me out. That's right. And I shout out to my friend Kim, uh, who Lil Kim? had those tickets. Oh. Lil, Lil Kim? Lil Kim. Kim had those tickets, and she's trying to give them away, and Travis took them. So, yeah, so you, uh, my wife and I went, and uh, I got to tell you, it was a great time. I don't listen to a whole lot of Mumford Sons, but after seeing them live, I will be listening to more of them. <laughs> um, other than that, video game-wise, just playing some Injustice. That's about it, So, so good. which we'll talk about later. Uh, also went and seen Alien uh covenant which maxwell and i'll have a conversation about later yeah uh other than that it's actually been a pretty busy week but it's been a good week maxwell what about you buddy um so i also saw alien covenant and it's it feels like it's been forever because i've kind of forgotten that i saw it (laughs) which is probably good reasoning um so the big thing for my weekend is been that uh, I haven't played any games because everything's getting packed up because we're getting ready to move on Friday. Um, but I watched a show on, or a movie on Netflix that I've been putting off for too long. Turbo Kid. Yeah. Told you guys you need to watch this. If you like 80s, it's absolutely something to uh, to check out. It's got a great soundtrack. It's very 80s themed. And uh, I mean, just listen. The beginning of the movie the kid is doing tricks on a BMX bike with like this eighties theme song, like rocking out saying like, you're going to be the best and all that stuff. Um, it's got a lot of like stupid, uh, gore in it where like, it's very eighties in the sense that like a guy's got a saw blade for on his arm. And then he like, if he cuts somebody's head off, it's just like hilarious amount of like blood squirting out where it just it looks fake. It's not disgusting. It just looks fake. Um, which, Side note, if anybody did watch Turbo Kid and you want those people to make another movie, they do have another one coming out. I forget the name of it, but it's actually going to be a horror-themed movie set in, like, 1984, which is the year I was born. Same as you, Travis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this should be great. 
I might actually try to watch Turbo Kid tonight because the first order of business when I got home today was to catch up on all the shows. Um, but I do want to watch Turbo Kid. I did not know that it felt like an 80s movie. So now that you said that, it definitely makes me oh, yeah. uh, and, want um, to watch it. Uh, here's an IMDb out of Justin. They, you, did you see... Um, uh, what is that? Uh, oh, man. The, the space movie with the... <laughs> Aliens? I know you haven't seen it. I already know you haven't seen it. Um, it's just, there's like thousands of, oh my god, I can't even remember the name. Mars of Attacks? No, I can't think of what it's called. But anyway. Uh, it's, is it bad? Uh, is it space, uh, star, Storm Starship Tro- Troopers? Yeah, Starship Troopers. Oh, I, I was trying, I was slowly yeah. piecing it together. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Okay, well there's like a, one of the guys that's on there, who, um, he's like the general or whatever. I don't remember. Gets his general. arm cut off in it, I think. Anyway, he's in this movie, and you'll you'll know when you see the guy. Um, if you watch it, you're like, oh, okay, yes, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, but he plays the villain in this one. <laughs> it's like such great information I've given everybody just now. Five <laughs> minutes of just, like, nothing. Um, but, yeah, absolutely worth checking out. Uh, and that's the, the gist of my week. So next time it will, if you obviously have internet and it works out. So next week we should be talking to you from another location, right? That's right. So I'll be moving two hours onto the other coast of Florida um, and getting uh, like three times the speed of internet that I have now, which will be wonderful. Nice. Yeah, that'll be um, nice. Maxwell, if Travis and I get sucked out of the window, it's because we are currently under a tornado warning. Oh, seriously? Yes. So oh. Actively? Yeah, but luckily we record in the basement, so well, that's good. Well, we're where we're supposed to be. Better tell my wife to get down here then. Yep, she can join us. We have that third mic now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, my um, phone's blowing up. Kayla's like, "Have you seen the warnings?" Nope, I'm recording a show right now. I just oh. uh, I just got an email from my current uh, landlord. It said, "Reminder: In a couple of weeks, we'll be entering hurricane season." And I forgot how miserable that was last year. Oh gosh, I've uh, I was on a cruise ship one time when Somebody's Hurricane calling? Earl rolled through. Yeah, somebody was trying to call. I don't know what happened. You're good. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Great podcasting today. <laughs> <laughs> Tornadoes, hurricanes, phone calls. Yeah, spam calls. Yes. Um, but yeah, so... You should have called him and brought him on the show. I think, though, Maxwell, exciting news, not that our viewers probably care, but I'm pretty sure that Fort... You're, you're moving to Fort Myers, correct? Correct, Amundo. Uh I'm pretty sure that's one of the Allegiant air flight places that's cheap. Oh, well, that'll be good. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so I can come on down that way for a big $75 for round trip, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll get out of here for once in a long time. Don't come during tornado warnings <coughs> or watches. Yeah. You know. This is our yearly one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for catching us up about your week. So now we're going to get to our big topic that we held listeners off on last week, which uh, the question was, what TV show do you want to see come back? We had a lot of shows that were getting canceled and uh, renewed, and we had a couple shows like Roseanne that had been officially announced. Now, on a side note, SpongeBob SquarePants has been renewed through 2019. <laughs> How many seasons does that show up to? Not enough. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a great show. I don't know if you guys... I never, I've never watched it. Well... Look, there's a lot of adult humor in it. It is absolutely great, and there's a reason why they do so well and get movies. You know, uh, I want and, Rocco. And get David Hasselhoff in their yeah. movies. Yeah. You want what? Rocco's Modern Rocco's Life? Rocco's Modern Life and, like, Doug. I want the classics. Yeah. Well, we'll get into the things that we've picked, so right. you can have some uh, secondaries if you have some. Okay. Um, but I'd like to get in to the feedback we got from our lovely survey. All, right, All of our excellent listeners and watchers and uh, internet users gave us a pretty nice list of some shows that I just completely forgot about. Um, maybe some for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Lost, of course, was on the list. And, I mean, I know you guys are obsessed with it and you want to do a Lost episode. I'll be lost on that episode because I don't know anything about it. Uh, you know, uh, like five years ago today is when it went off the air. Yeah, I seen or that in your post. It made me really sad. I'm sad. Let's just celebrate. All right, so Dexter, Law and Order. I don't know which one. Just the original, <laughs> yeah. like just Law and Order. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hannibal, Justified, Seinfeld, Parks and Rec, 
Eastbound and Down, Futurama, Pushing Daisies, Psych, and Scrubs. Uh, on this list immediately for me, Scrubs, great. Parks and Rec, absolutely. Seinfeld would be phenomenal. I, I definitely don't ever see it happen. And if you happen. like Seinfeld, just go watch his Cars and Coffee, uh, Comedians and Cars getting coffee. But um, And then, of course, with that crap uh, with Michael Richardson. Or Richards? Oh, yeah. He's done. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, oh, man, I miss Kramer. That was definitely the best character of all yeah. time. Yeah. Um, anything on that specific list that stands out to you guys? Uh, Lost, obviously, Dexter, Parks and Rec, um, and Scrubs. Eastbound I, and Down, I thought, ended well. I love it, but it ended well. If we're going to yeah, get I'll, vice principals, it's fine, because it's yeah. basically the same. Same show. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not really surprised by any of these choices. I, I do wish that... Um, well, never mind, because I see it on the next one you're about to read, so never mind. All right. Just, uh, so uh, we posted also in Reddit, and this is what those people had to say. Firefly, Constantine, which that just recently came out like a year ago or something, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Hannibal, Deadwood, Drawn Together, Party Down. Don't know anything about that. Uh, oh, it's good. Penny Dreadful, Jericho, Cheers, Monk, and Psych. You've never seen uh, Party Down or heard of it? No. I haven't. Either. It's got that Jane Lynch. It's got uh, Gil Foyle from Silicon Valley and Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. It's really good. It's about a group of caterers. Huh. What really network funny. was it on? It was on Stars, I think. Oh, that's why I haven't heard of it. Cause I don't... Yeah, who has Stars? Yeah, who has <laughs> Stars? Um, Constantine, yeah, that was one that I, that, I, that I thought was the first good season. I can't believe that it got dropped. I think it was on Fox originally. And then there was word that they picked it up on CW and that they were going to do new seasons, but I haven't really heard anything to back that up. And Firefly uh, was great. Yeah. Um, it was Josh Whedon, right? Josh Whedon, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so that's a great show, too. Um, and Hannibal, I thought, was really good as well. The show was perfect. Um, especially because the main character that played Hannibal is such a good actor. So, um, Other than that, I mean, I haven't watched a whole lot of these shows. Like Jericho, I haven't seen. Monk, I haven't seen. Psych, I haven't seen. So you can't miss what you never had. So, <laughs> so All right. So um, there's some great shows on there. Like we said, some of them we've never seen before. Um, some I would definitely agree with. Um, and I definitely appreciate people um, giving us that feedback. It's always great um, to hear from you guys. And we're going to continue it on, of course, with every episode. So. Let's get into our specific picks. Travis, I want you to tell me, what was your number one pick for the show that my, you wanted back? So mine wasn't actually listed on any of the feedback, and probably because it ended well, but I do miss the show. I miss Chuck. Um, for those of you, I don't know, did either of you watch Chuck? Watch the first season. It was yeah. good. I Max, saw a few sporadic episodes. I know the guy that played uh, Superman ended up coming on there. Yeah, so Zachary Levi was the main guy, uh, and then... Brandon Ralph, I think, is the guy that you were talking so. about that Sounds played right. Superman. He he came on as kind of like a – he ended up being an enemy in the show. But anyways, uh, I don't know. Just a great show. Uh, it it, it kind of relates to me because it's very, like, nerdy. The guy works kind of like in a tech store but then ends up becoming, like, a, a secret agent. And it's not anybody that should become a secret agent, right? Yeah. So uh, I just thought the cast had really great chemistry. Of course, there was action, there was fighting, there was kind of a little bit of a uh, romance in, into it as well. And just overall, I just really, really liked the show. Um, you know, I would like to see uh, it come back, or I wish it would have continued a little longer. But yeah, that was my pick. And um, it gave us the girl that uh, ended up being Miranda in uh, Mass Effect. Yep. Correct. Uh, and then also, I think she... Uh, that, Dexter. Yeah, she was on Dexter as well. Uh, my second pick, because uh, you said we could maybe have two or three, my second pick would have been probably... Um, Constantine uh, would have been my second pick, probably. And then third pick would have been somebody had put uh, Hannibal. That would have been my third pick. So, yep, that's my picks. Um, I, I'm going to go with Lost. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of story left in that show. I would have said Lost. I just didn't want to steal your thunder. Thank you. Um, and then after that, uh, I feel like Dexter. Uh, so after season four of Dexter, I, tr I treat season five through eight kind of like the prequels for Star Wars. I'm totally cool if Showtime wants to just wipe them out and pretend that they didn't happen. <laughs> so I'd like to see a new starting with season five on of Dexter, which would be great. And then maybe The Office or Scrubs. Those are good choices. Scrubs would be great. It, was it would be, and it, I feel like enough time has passed that it would be acceptable. Although Zach Braff does have that new show. I think I sent you all the trailer. Uh, he starts up a little thing called a podcast. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Did I send you that? Yeah. yeah. All right. So for me, it is not Law and Order, whoever put that, because there are a, are a billion seasons and like a hundred versions of that show. I ain't having it. Um, <laughs> and that song will always be forever stuck on my head. I mean, I remember being a child. Dun, dun. and Yeah. Gun, 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 gun. Meow, 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 meow. The best. Uh, it's so good, though. Uh, <laughs> but I remember being a kid and that coming on. So, I mean, that has to have been around since, like, the early 90s for sure. I want to say it was, like, one of the longest running. It was, like, 21 seasons or something for the original. I think the SVU's up to, like, 18 or 19. Yeah, which doesn't seem possible because they still look relatively young on SVU. Yeah, for sure. So they had to, I, they were ten when they they were the, the child victims when the show started Ooh. and they graduated too. Oh, that, which all right, all honestly right. is kind of <laughs> there is a history there. Uh, Wait, what? My actual pick is Parks and Recreation. That's a good one. God, I need that show back. Listen, I haven't even finished rewatching, and I'm like, I know I need more. I have more to watch, but I need more after that. And After the fact. And uh, I started picking up, because uh, it was a show that ran in 2015, and it is coming back in 2017, this wet, hot American summer. Oh, yeah. And a lot of uh, just the best actors of the like this generation, I think. Um, yeah. Um, Paul Rudd is on it. And that was a movie that got shot in 2001. I didn't know this. I never watched that movie. The, in the show, the 2015 version, which I've been watching, they actually <coughs> played themselves the following year playing, like, the camp counselors now, where they're, like, in their 30s and 40s playing, like, a 16 and 17, 18-year-olds, and it is absolutely hilarious. Um, and then the one that's gonna that's getting written right now, the, the 2017 version, is going to be them 10 years after that one. So, uh, But it's just hilarious because these they're playing kids that are 16 to 18 years old and they're clearly like, like 30 40. to 40 years old and it's fantastic <laughs> michael i think it's michael showalter he's my favorite one because he already like even when they filmed it in 2001 he still looked old yeah <laughs> now he looks even older <laughs> yeah it's fantastic uh, um, but paul rudd paul rudd's like i got this yeah they had no uh, one of the female campers who was like 15 or whatever she like is just on a porch and she's like singing some song or whatever and then suddenly she gets the urge she has to run to the bathroom and that's when she like has her first uh lady moment she becomes a woman well when she comes out of the stall she's now like this played by this like 35 year old woman (laughs) so good um but sounds a little intense yeah so if you guys haven't picked that show up i would definitely recommend that one um but that is it for that big old fat juicy topic that we had and now i would like to get into some quick news like we so traditionally quick. do uh okay. so this is gonna get into gaming i don't know if we have any tech this time um but justin <coughs> you got a, a juicy oh. uh thing it's to so tell us juicy. about tell us tell us all well, the things put on a bib because you want to get juice all over you oh, <laughs> the <story> is juicy. <laughs> get your ponchos oh, um so I was scrolling through my news feed the other day, and I noticed all these brand new Red Dead Redemption 2 screenshots. And I thought, oh my god, they're finally starting to promote the game, uh, only because they are delaying it until spring of 2018. So to kind of compensate us and make us feel better about the fact that we're going to be waiting another half a year for the game, they have provided us, I think it was like eight new screenshots. Uh, the game looks stunning, though. Those, did you see him? Yeah, I seen him. Did you see him, Maxwell? Yes. It looks just amazing. I can't wait to go back into that world but uh i do hate that i have to wait a little bit longer but rockstar has a history of delaying games uh they always do it so uh I t- I, I, they know what they're doing they're one of the best in the business so i'm fine with it yeah i typically always uh like anticipate when they say okay a game's coming out this time i typically always just add six months to that schedule <laughs> you know what i wish everyone would do what what they did with fallout 4 What's that? They just like it, like rumors were around, but they hadn't said anything. And then E3, they're like, "Yeah, it's here." And guess what? You're playing it in November. And sure enough, it was out in November because they'd been working on it for years, just doing it very quietly. Do you think they do that for the stockholders though? 
to kind of let them know what they're working on so they don't, don't lose know. faith that they're not doing anything. I have no idea, but... However, their uh, their shares did kind of plummet after they announced that that was going to be delayed. Did they? Yeah. I didn't pay attention because that sounds boring. But um, it makes you wonder, though, Bethesda's... Now that I mentioned Fallout 4, I wonder if they're working on Elder Scrolls 6. And we I, just don't know it. I don't know. Yep, who knows? We'll have to wait a few weeks because I think it's the 12th to the 15th is E3. Yep. So I got another juicy tidbit. Oh, well, all the juice, half a juice. Okay. Of tidbit. Uh, Far Cry five got a teaser trailer and the big, uh, revelation of this trailer was that it took place in a place called Hope County, Montana, which is a fictional town, right? Yeah. But that's a real state in these fine United States of America, which is a first. Yeah. The game has always been like in some sort of tropical, uh, region or, uh, somewhere that's not America basically. Um, and then today they released some concept art of like a man at a table. It's mentioned like the Last Supper. It was kind of a recreation of the Last Supper, but there's like the American flag was draped over the table, and it kind of has like a religious cult kind of I just, theme. And I can't wait. I just keep thinking about like I don't even want to say it. Never mind. What? Just the whole current situation with the current administration, and just America's hillbilly underbelly getting stirred by this new president like it just makes me think of that when i look at it yeah like because i you just I, never mind we won't get yeah, on. careful on. you got a hot mic let's hear it no let's no, get into some other news yeah so uh so, yeah, so mario, this one surprised yeah. the poop right out of my body um yeah mario has merged with the world of rabbits i should stop process what you said but okay poop out my butt um there's a new photo that shows details um of mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. It's going to be a turn-based RPG with local co-op and eight playable characters. Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, Princess Peach, and four rabbits dressed as those um, characters. So looking at this image, and I posted it here for you guys to gander upon with your eyes. What in the world is going on right now? Well... Uh, it looks like a rabbit has taken over everyone's body, but well, no, because Luigi and Peach are back there. Yeah, but there's also the, a rabbit yeah, version there. of Luigi and Peach. I think they're trying to imposter and take over the world and replace them or something. I don't know. It looks like, like they're, they're just, all playing together because it is. Um, it's a party game for sure, right? Yeah. Eight people, I think. Yeah, but it's RPG I style. I don't know how this is going to work. I just don't. What if it's the a, rabbits take over as like an actual uh, viable brand? I didn't know that it was that. Is it, it is it your be who 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 is Rabbids? Is it Ubisoft? I think it's Ubisoft. Hmm. I almost wonder if like they're uh, if they're partnering together to fight like a common enemy or something. Like if Bowser tries to invade like Rabbids world or whatever, and then like they're trying to fight him off or whatever. I think it's cool because like the cannon that's on Mario's arm looks kind of like Bullet Bill, like the bullet that flies across yeah. the map with like a mouth, uh, like with a mouth is kind of cool. Um. But yeah, this is a really interesting to me to kind of merge the Luigi, the Luigi rabbit up there. What does his look like? It's like a yo-yo. Yeah. Which is really strange. I don't know. And then Peach has a gun. I don't know, man. What if it's an open world RPG with these characters? That'd be fun. Yeah. How's that work with co-op? Like this is, it's, that's the thing that's gotten me is like the RPG with co-op that I'm like really intrigued with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope it's not turn-based. Well, hopefully like, we get some more news on this, what well, specifically says turn-based. But, uh, <laughs> oh, it did. Does it? Did <laughs> yeah. I see that? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But, you know, hopefully we do get some news on this uh, soon, cause, or maybe some gameplay, just to really see what we got going here, because I think it has potential. Yes. Um, but, Travis, you take us into another world that I'm ready for. Well, uh, so I actually kind of want to stick on this whole Nintendo conversation for a second because the the thought of obviously two franchises mer- merging together, obviously Mario and Rabbids, uh, you know, because that's not Nintendo property, uh, Rabbids isn't, uh, kind of has me thinking a little bit. So when the Switch was originally announced and obviously when it came out, they were promised that there was going to be a bunch of third-party support because that's one thing that that Nintendo hasn't been great at in the past is like third-party support, like getting some of the big titles on the Wii or Wii U that you would also see like on Xbox and and PlayStation. Um, So with the announcement of like a lot of these games coming out, we have obviously the new Battlefronts game. We have Destiny. We have uh, like the new Call of Duty. 
some of these have some of these have actually actively came out and said, yeah, we're not going to be making this, you know, for the Nintendo Switch. So do you think it's too early to tell if this is um, kind of the old Nintendo not getting a ton of third party support? Or do you think this is signs of things to come where we're just going to be like repeating the process? Um, I had read something a couple weeks ago, actually. I actually, I think it was when the Star Wars Battlefront 2 was announced and it didn't get Switch support. Someone had mentioned that this was to be expected because like the developers, I don't know all of it, but basically they didn't expect any major third-party new releases to come out until uh, next year. Um, I don't know why that is. Maybe they just didn't know the tech and how to work with it properly, but... Ah, I'm leaning on the skeptical side um, for now, uh, but we'll see. I mean, who knows? Ubisoft has always had a good relationship with uh, Nintendo, so if they could make a port of Wildlands or maybe the next Splinter Cell game or whatever could come over, that'd be good. Yeah. Maxwell, do you have anything to add? Uh, No. I mean, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, I uh, I just just sometimes wonder if if the hardware restrictions on the... I mean, because we played... The two games that that are the most popular right now. We played Breath of the Wild. We played Mario Kart. Obviously, both those games look fantastic. Yeah. But my only concern is is that the hardware isn't good enough to run a lot of these AAA games that's going to be coming out, right? So, uh, but I will say for Nintendo, some great news for them is that the company's share price is actually up 102 percent uh, year on year as the Switch looks to set a company's first bona fide hit since the Wii, because the Wii is actually holds the record for the most all time consoles, like the essentially the most popular console um you know so and that was a decade ago almost so uh, it's great to hear that the switch is doing well uh but i think only time will tell to see kind of what's going to happen going forward um now maxwell something i know that you care about uh is battlefield we all love battlefield here right so uh and i know uh one thing that we've talked about on this uh podcast a lot uh and i've even stuck my foot in my mouth a few times uh is diversity right (laughs) <laughs> Am I right? What was it you said about the Star Wars Battlefront 2 character? Uh, we, won't, we won't talk about that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, so Battlefield 1 is actually getting its first female soldier uh, in uh, a new expansion pack coming out. Cool. Um, the expansion pass is called In the Name of... Justin, do you want to take a stab at that? Is it... Czar. Czar. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to butcher it, so I wanted you to help yeah. me support it. Yeah, it's so a Russian... It's, uh, yeah, so it's In the Name of Czar. So you're actually going to be uh, playing a female... Um, Russian soldier. I think she. I think she's a scout specifically. Um, but yeah, I think this is really cool, and I think uh, this should be a. This should be something that's kind of a trend going forward. I think. Good. Well, so. and it does seem to be the case when a lot of games. But it's weird that Battlefield has taken this long to introduce that. Yeah, it seems like they yeah. would have been one of the first. Um, are we getting that out of Call of Duty? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. No one here plays it because we like good games. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we obviously have it in Destiny. And um, what was yeah. that game that I bought that I played a little bit and then stopped playing? And they just released some DLC. Uh, Ghost Recon? Well, in Destiny, you get to pick your uh, your race and your gender. So yeah. you can, which is nice. You know what's neat is uh, the game Rust. Mm-hmm. I know I've talked about it a bunch of times, but whenever you, like, so when you start a game, it automatically assigns you a race and a gender you don't get to pick. And that it's not like, oh, I don't want to be a black woman, so I'm going to play on a different server. No, you're a black woman forever in that game. It's tied to your Steam ID, not whatever server you're on. Because Gary Newman, the creator, said, you don't get to pick in real life, so you're not going to pick here either. You are born into the rest world whenever you're Well, when you in. die and you start a new game. Nope. You stay that. Like, I'm a black woman in Rust. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're a strong black independent woman. I am. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, but uh, it's just, I thought that was a neat concept yeah. because, you know, usually when you play a game that is played dominantly by males, you just see males running around. That's cool, though. So this kind of breaks up the the race and the gender. I like that a lot. That's yeah. really neat. For the- Honor is the game I was thinking of. Um, that's oh. where you can choose to be male or female, but they also have uh, character classes that are exclusive to each so you, if you want to play this type it's female only which is pretty neat. you know ubisoft ubisoft has been killing it too they're some of their best characters for siege i know once again i'm talking about another game i play all the time siege have been the female characters like i like i prefer the female characters because they have the best stuff yeah well there you go 
They do have the best stuff. <laughs> I don't know why you find that funny. I was just stating a fact. All right. Okay, oh, anyways. God. Go ahead, Justin. So it seems like EA is actually late to the party. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it does. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. All right. Speaking of EA. So speaking of EA and Battlefield, uh, there's been rumors and rumblings that the, they are preparing their next Battlefield game for a 2019 release. And it's rumored that that game will be Bad Company 3, and I can't wait. God, yes. Bad Company 1 and 2 are fantastic. They're both backwards compatible now, I think, too, right? 2 is. I don't know about 1. Yeah, 1's pretty uh, old. Huh? One's pretty old. Yeah. But I hope this is true because with Call of Duty releasing World War Two, obviously Battlefield doesn't want to go that route. They've already done the modern thing, so they could bring back modern with the former Bad Company. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I love I love Bad Company. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, well, Xbox News, Justin, I know you're a big Xbox fan. Maxwell, not so much an Xbox fan. Uh, however, uh, Xbox Game Pass uh, actually launches for gold members uh, today. Uh, and for everyone else that's not a gold member, uh, which I don't know why you would have an Xbox and not be a gold member, but that comes out June 1st. Uh, the details on that, so the membership is $9.99 uh, a month, and you essentially get access to uh, 100 games. And those games can be anywhere from uh, Xbox One games uh, back to, uh, you know, Xbox 360 games. Um, you know, some of the ones you can get access to Halo five guardians, Lego Batman. Um, you know, there's a bunch of titles. It's very similar to kind of like the PlayStation now platform. Except this one works, I think. Yeah. (laughs) I I think this is going to be a better model of it. Honestly. Um, PlayStation has a good idea, but the whole streaming thing sucks. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Um, So yeah, so if you want to play some games uh, and you want to do it at a reasonable price, ten bucks a month to have access to all those games isn't really that bad. And what's really cool about it is you don't have to be a gold member in order to take advantage of the service. If you want to not be a gold member and pay just ten dollars a month and still get access to them, you can do that. So so yeah, so if that's something you're into, check it out. Justin, you and I have had a chance to play uh, Injustice Two. I can't stop playing. Are you doing campaign? Yeah. It's actually pretty lengthy it's for good. the campaign. Maxwell, I know that this is something I think you want to play too, right? It is. I watched a little bit of uh, it is. some people playing it on the internets, but I don't own it. Yeah. Well, two reasons. One, you're out of storage space. And uh, two, you're moving, so you ain't got time for that. Ain't got time for that. Um, Graphically, though, it's amazing. Yep. Um, I'm playing it currently on did the place. I have it on both consoles. Did you say the name consoles. of what you're talking about yet? Injustice 2? I, I don't we, think we did. <laughs> oh, did we not? Okay. I thought we, I thought we said we were playing Injustice 2. Uh, maybe we did, but I don't Anyways, Injustice 2 is what we've been playing, the new fighting game that is modeled after the modern uh, Mortal Kombat games. Um, DC characters, obviously. Yep. Um, did you play? <laughs> I'm thinking, so real quick, Travis. Do you think I was going to say Modern Warfare? No, no. Tra- so last week, last week we were all playing it uh, when everyone oh. was here, and Travis takes his talents online. <laughs> I'd been playing, keep in mind, for like less than five minutes. <laughs> but he's playing this guy. Who was the character he's playing as? Oh, he was playing as the guy you get when you pre-order it, the main bad guy of the game. I can't. But re- when he stands there, Dark he stands side. like his hands behind his back and his chest puffed out, and. Travis, if you do the, your special ability, you have to like earn it. It takes a long time to earn it. But if you're too far away, you'll miss. So Travis does a special ability, and this guy just takes a step back, and Travis just jumps and like belly flops on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the do most arrogant what... player to a character to <laughs> yeah. play against, too. Well, the thing with Dark Side, I don't know if you see it online, yeah. Maxwell, but. Like he literally just shoots lasers. Like I don't think he physically touched me that whole match. It was <laughs> it was so did. obnoxious. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I had bet Justin that if I won this online match, that he had to confess his love for Donald Trump on the podcast. However, I did not succeed. Nope. So he does and not... I was too dumb to ask for anything if he lost. So. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so the deal's so, over. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, overall, it's a great game. Yeah. Uh, online was actually pretty solid. I played a little bit more online. Um, the story is actually really good. Yeah. Uh, the graphics are amazing. Uh, and one thing that I like about this game, as opposed to the first one, is it's got a almost an RPG level to it because you can unlock different costumes, uh, different pieces of armor 
for your character. So if you want to change just the headpiece, you can change just the headpiece. You can change just the chest piece, uh, and you have to be certain levels to equip those items. So it's got a kind of it's got almost kind of like an RPG element to it, which yeah. is really really cool. Um, I just want more stages. That's the only thing. Yeah. It's like it works well in the campaign because it's telling a story, but when multiplayer's around, there's only like eight maps, I think, so it, it becomes kind of stale. But the fighting's still fun. Yeah, you need to do the um, the uh, I forget what it's called when I was watching him play, but it's one of the versus modes. Um, but they it has like the different planets or whatever you can go to different parallel universes and it whenever you go in they they change the theme after so many hours uh through the oh. online controls but you may play one where like you have to fight in a particular way um oh. a different story and then they they'll, they'll alternate like maybe the um gravity is less one of them i watched they were playing upside down so you had to fight the controls were all backwards so if you need a good variety oh. of the game, that would be a good yeah. way to do it. Yeah, that seems really nice. It kind of keeps it fresh, I guess, yeah. uh, which is really interesting. Uh, I also noticed, uh, it's the last thing I'll say, that that they also added, kind of like Overwatch has loot crates, essentially. Like, once you accomplish so many things in the game, or, or if you do like well in a fight, you'll get awarded like a loot crate, and that is actually how you unlock equipment and different things in the game. Uh, so that's actually kind of cool because it's kind of constantly rewarding you for doing well in the game, which is which is pretty neat. Justin, did you have anything else to add before we move on? Actually, uh, I am not a fighting game fan. I hate them, but this one just kind of looked great, and I decided to get it that day, and I'm hooked. Yeah, so maybe this will open up a new. Maybe this will awaken something in me. It's got a lot yeah, of characters in it, and they have DLC coming. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, and they're like adding Sub Zero the into the DLC. Nice. Oh, that'll be Which neat. Weird. Yeah. Well, alrighty. So now it's time for a word from our friends. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Two Guys with Raging Goals. I'm Mikey, and this is Adam, and every. Friday. Every Friday, we bring you a conversational podcast where we put together this set. Yes. We do real good work here. Yep. There you go, Pikachu. Alleluia. Every Friday, we bring a conversation to this table, and we discuss it for your enjoyment. Yes. If you like that, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Two Guys with Raging Goals. You can also head on over to Patreon.com slash Two Guys Raging and throw us a couple bucks, keep the lights on, get exclusive perks, like the all-new Harry Potter series, Muggles at Large. You can also listen to Adam and <laughs> click a pen like a psychopath. Hey, it's Nick from the NB Experience YouTube channel. Do you like new and retro video games? Do you like to laugh at stupid and inappropriate things? Do you like to watch people fail more often than not? If you answered yes to any or all or even none of these questions, check out the NB Experience on YouTube, VidMe, Twitch, and Twitter. I feature a wide variety of games from Pokemon to Super Smash Brothers to Shaq Fu. Subscribe to the NB Experience for this and much more. Hi everyone, my name is Mystique Siren. I am partnering up with the guys at Nerds with Mics and I stream on Twitch. You guys can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Mystique Siren. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I always post whenever I go live so you guys know and you don't ever miss a stream. I mainly stream Destiny, but I also stream Battlefield, Overwatch, and Borderlands. Um, MMOs, RPGs, first-person shooters, I love them. So um, I will see you there. So just follow. Thanks. Bye. All right, guys. Well, welcome back. Um, so now we're going to finish up our podcast here with the last section about movie slash TV news. We'll get into our pick of the weeks and say our farewells. So okay. first topic. I'm going to take it. You guys were talking about that Justice League. Well, not Justice League, but DC video game and Justice 2. I'm going to talk about Justice League is coming to theaters. I don't know if you guys knew this. There's a movie called Justice League starring DC characters. It's coming to the theaters. But tell me more. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Either. I feel I like care. I've gotten so many different like answers <laughs> I when I look this November. up. <laughs> I think I'll it's November. I think it's November. But let me. But go I'm gonna. It may be in bits of pieces that I'm reading here. So it's coming to theaters, but not without reshoots. Okay, lots and lots of reshoots. Uh, a source that informed the world of the Rogue One reshoots, so which we all know is true, 
Ben Affleck's trip to rehab, which I honestly didn't know about. Um, but this guy knew that public. He he came out with this information two weeks prior to uh, Ben Affleck announcing it publicly. Uh, he stated that Justice League has had so many reshoots that they could have shot the movie twice and still have more in the way. Jeez. Wow, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that is. That means redunk. Yeah, redunk. So obviously, we all know. I mean, in, in sad news, and if you guys haven't heard this, I mean, please go pay your respects. But um, it's been very unfortunate. Uh, Zack Snyder announced Monday that he is leaving the project along with his wife, who was a producer in the film, um, which they got married into this. Um, she married into his family, so he had these kids prior to her. But Zack's daughter passed away earlier this year in March from a suicide, and they're taking the time now to be with their children during this tough time. So Joss Whedon, which I'm sure you've heard already, it will come in to complete Justice League, which is still set for November 17th as a release date. But that was this year, right? November of this year? Yeah. So yep. a lot of reshooting, a lot of work, a couple different directors coming in. I mean, this could completely change like everything about the movie. But, I mean, reading some things that Zach has stated in interviews is that, you know, I trust Joss with all this stuff, of course. And then Joss saying, you know, the idea and the theme and everything that Zach had is set and it's in place. And I'm just going to help him finish it up in this tough time. So Joss kind of saying that, like, hey, you know, I'm not going to bring in any real, like, changes or anything. I'm just going to be there to help finish it. So it's very, very interesting. Yeah, it's really sad. I didn't actually know that news until you had uh, mentioned it when we were putting putting our notes together. I, I, I actually hadn't heard that, so that's really sad. Yeah, he's, he said that he was um, kind of in this mindset that he thought that coming out and being on the set doing something that he loved would help him like not have to get like so depressed and like just fall deep into that like sad situation, which I can completely understand. Um, but after a few months, it's just been too much. So they're, they're going to take the time that they need. So, well, that's probably what they need to do then. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the movie coming out though. Nevertheless, um, I hope it's good. So I guess we'll see. Um, so, uh, some, in other sad news as well. So Sir Roger Moore, uh, known, uh, in his role as James Bond, uh, I think he was the second James Bond actually, uh, after Sean Connery, he passed away on May 23rd. Uh, he was 89 years old, uh, and he actually had a long time battle with cancer. So he, that was a battle that he could no longer fight. So, uh, our respects go out to Sir Roger Moore. So. Sad to, sad to hear that happen. Yeah, so for sure. Sean Connery actually came out and uh, kind of made a statement. He never does that kind of stuff anymore, just kind of paying his respects and whatnot. Um, so, uh, but yeah, sad news nevertheless. So, so um, on to some other news. Let's try to brighten this podcast back up a little bit. So, did you guys watch, and I try to already know the answer to you. Did you guys watch Resident Evil? And you've never seen any of them, Justin? No, I, I actually. Uh, I mean, I said that like surprised. I know I wasn't even. <laughs> I actually wasn't crazy about the game series originally, and then they grew on me. Um, but I just never went back and watched the movies. They just seemed a little too. Oh yeah, out there. you're right because it was Paul W S Anderson. Uh, Travis, you've <coughs> seen them. Did you watch the final chapter? I haven't watched the most recent okay. one. No, I have all right. not. Well, have it's, you? It's exactly like all the other ones. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. It's just recently hit shelves on Blu-ray, and the German production company called Constantin <coughs> Film stated they are already working on a reboot with plans of six more films. They just need to stop. Yeah. So Paul W.S. Anderson is the moron that wrote all the current films and directed four of them, um, which I recently found out he also did Death Race, Death Race 2, I think, he did Mortal Kombat, which, whichever one was the bad one, the Annihilation, I guess. That, that was probably his. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Alien vs. Predator, which is terrible, like the worst thing out of all the whole franchise. Um, if they replace him, I think they might be onto a good idea. But that guy, I mean, he just writes and directs B-movies at a high rate, and it's just... It looks like nonsense, uh, yeah. Bleh. Yeah. Like, do they re- have anything to do with the games at all? Loosely. I mean, like the main premises there, uh, they're zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so The Walking Dead is basically... And uh, and just kind of the locations, like Raccoon Park. But like other than that, I mean, it's not 
and some of the creatures, but other than that, I mean, it's not. I, I don't know. They're kind of garbage, if you, in my opinion. Yeah, but yeah. that's just. But that's they've just made up. They've collectively made over a billion dollars, which is kind of sad when we've been talking about like all these Marvel movie? movies, Disney and stuff, yeah. making over a billion in one. Fast and Furious making half a billion an opening. Like, yeah, that's nuts. That's just crazy. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So please know, take us. You know what isn't crap, right? Uh, no, Justin, tell me. Star Wars. Oh. Vanity Fair has graced us with uh, some set photos of the upcoming The Last Jedi. And it gives us our first glimpse of Captain Phasma without her helmet. Oh. Finn sporting the exact same outfit that Poe wore in the first movie. <laughs> Belt and everything. Um, it's kind of like that um, Han and Lando. Yeah. Where they well, I guess <laughs> Lando's yeah, wearing right. Han stuff. So weird. Well, that's what happens when you stay over at a buddy's house and yeah. have a sleepover. Uh, Travis wore my clothes yesterday. Yep, sure did. <laughs> uh, new character Rosie Tuco made the cover of the issue, I think, with Poe and Finn. And then uh, she was on the cover, which so she must be a pretty big deal. And then inside, there was it revealed the new characters played by Laura Dern and Benicio Del Toro. Um, they have names, but I've forgotten them. I should have wrote them down. Um Laura Dern is like vice chancellor, somebody. Okay. And Benicio del Toro, I think, was confirmed to be playing a villain. Um, he didn't look like a Jedi or a Sith Lord or anything. He's kind of like a space scumbag. So we'll <laughs> what? see. Hashtag space scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it looks good, and I'm excited to see the the bromance between Pin and Pin. Pin, that's their name. Finn and Poe. That's their that's their ship name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Finn and Poe play out. Do you think they're going to be like a Han and uh, Chewie situation? I think it's going to be more. I think they're like a Han and Leia. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I think they could be. <laughs> I really think they could be. I love you. I know. Now, <laughs> have you? What? Oh no! Go ahead. I said, have you seen the meme where it's them and he's like, "Tell the whole world we're bros," and he whispers, "You're my bro," and he goes, "Why'd you whisper?" And he goes, "Because you're my whole world." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and it's the two of them. It's so funny. Oh, I feel like that's. Beautiful. I feel like that's something I would have seen like in a uh, Obama and uh, Joe yeah. Biden meme. Um, I saw a um, a uh, piece of artwork from when Star Wars was originally being uh, drawn up as an idea and the hero in the drawing was a female character a main mm. hero which mm. is very very interesting so it's like something they wanted to do way back when yeah yeah um yeah. so i know we talked about games but you guys like uncharted games right love them all right love them you want an uncharted movie is that right if they yes. get the right actor yeah okay yeah. do you like tom holland as spider-man uh, i haven't seen spider-man Humphrey. yeah that's do you like what you see so far You've seen actually Civil yeah, War. I saw the new trailer. Have you seen the new trailer? Yeah, yeah, looks incredible. It looks good. Yeah, it I'm really all right. To. See, I, I do like Tom Holland. Would you like him as a young Nathan Drake? How young are we talking? Uh, well, in one of the games, Uncharted Four, maybe or three, they had three. a flashback of him as a young, yeah. young lad. However old uh, Tom Holland is, that age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you can have all that. Please it's done. tell me more. Considered, consider it done. Uh, the movie is set as a prequel to the game franchise, which is super neat. Uh, which I think is going to allow them really to just create their own story instead of being like, "Oh, you didn't follow that game, so now I don't like the movie anymore." I think that's a very yeah. smart way to handle that. Yeah. yeah, I like the idea. When I first heard of him um, as playing Nathan Drake, I was not sold on the idea until they then came out and said he was going to play a younger. Yeah. Nathan Drake. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Adult. Version. I do. Yeah, that would have been garbage. I do like this approach much better than having Marky Mark play him. <laughs> also, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I am looking forward to the fact that this is a, a prequel to the video games. I think that that kind of lets them tell kind of whatever story they want to tell without it kind of ruining the game, so to speak. So I think that's really neat. Yeah. So, uh, 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 oh, did, were you going to talk about something different? No, uh, no, no, same thing. What? I was just going to say that if they did an adult version, it has to be Nathan Fillion, which they need to get him to work yeah. out a little bit because he's getting a little yeah. older and he's kind of adding on yeah. the pounds. Yeah. What I was going to say is since we now have a young Nathan Drake, it did specifically mention it's going to show how he met uh, Scully. Scully? Yeah. 
Who's that, from the X Files? Sully. Right? Sully. Who's Scully? <laughs> Scully is from X Files. Sully. That's Mulder. Scully, and he were like, "Who's going to play Sully?" I don't know. I don't know. Who's some tall, old white guy? Clint Eastwood. No, no. He is coming I mean, back to he... acting, by the way. Great. So maybe that's his return. It shouldn't be. Um, I don't know who could do it. I don't know. I I'm trying I to have think. several in my head, but I can't think of their names. Um, so. You know, if they did a young Sully, how young was Sully in that flashback? He was probably in his 30s or 40s. Fastbender. No, I don't see Fastbender. That. No, Fastbender would be a great, just older Nathan Drake. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah. He'd make a better Drake, I think. <coughs> All right, well, so more movie news. So I'm a fan of the 80s. I'm going to say Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, yeah. My bad, not Fastbender. That makes way more sense. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, I'm a fan of the 80s, 80s movies, all things 80s. Have you ever seen the first Top Gun? A long time ago. Okay, Maxwell, yes, of oh, course. Yeah, absolutely. So other than the soundtrack, the movie was obviously the epitome of the 80s, right? Um, so wouldn't you believe that Tom Cruise has confirmed they're making Top Gun 2? I know. Uh, I would like to say that I'm excited for this. But the fact that it's not going to be in the '80s, I just don't even know if I'm. <laughs> I just don't even know if I'm sold on it, to be honest with you. Um, okay. There hasn't been any details leaked about the story or anything. Uh, he actually confirmed it on a TV show in Australia, I think. Um, before he told anybody, he just said it during an interview uh, and said that he believes that shooting will actually start uh, next year. Okay. So. So yeah, so it could be good, but they have some pretty big shoes to fill. Um, we obviously know that Goose is not going to be making a return because he did die in the first one, and Iceman has gotten quite pudgy. So kind of curious to see. Val <laughs> Kilmer, yeah, uh, yeah, kind of curious to see what happens. Uh, he but, just uh, uh, he just beat cancer too recently. Oh God, now I feel like a terrible person. <laughs> no, I mean he was out of shape. <laughs> he had like throat cancer, not. Oh okay, yeah. well, but it was apparently cancer. pretty serious at one point. Oh okay. Um. Yeah. Which I also heard that he was like he's like a real dick with uh, it must be just Not people that, yeah like when recording on set like that he's just he has a Reddit profile and he will like just chat with anybody every day. Oh. He seems like really cool. Actually. He's no Wesley well, Snipes. I know that much. That guy's a dick. You mean you mean he pays his taxes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Oh God. Yes. Tell us more. I'm gonna go ahead and step out. Our, our last section here, Alien Covenant, and our. our Why don't you just unplug your headphones. I was just. You're, you're not gonna see it because you told us last week you're gonna go try to see it before I we was record. Ill. Oh, I don't want to hear. I'm struggling to get through the episode. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, I was, I was Maxwell. Uh, so we all know, leading up to last Thursday, how much you were looking forward to seeing Alien Covenant. And I made it a point to also see it on opening night so because I'm a real friend, yeah. unlike Justin. <laughs> um, and I wanted to be able to have this dialogue with you that we're having now. So, so uh, I'll let you first start uh, to tell me – and now this should – are we doing spoilers? I mean I don't see why we yeah, wouldn't. it's fine. So, uh, so yeah, so if you don't want to hear it, put us on mute, turn us off, skip us forward, whatever – Anyways, what do you think about the new Alien Covenant? Listen, movie? visually, like, just incredible. And I, I didn't expect the um, CGI-only aliens, which they may have had some practical effects, but obviously you wouldn't know where they put them, um, especially in that primary alien. I think was incredible visually. Um, I will break it down real quick, though. I feel like it took way too long to get started. Um, not that I needed, like, alien interactions immediately. It's just the whole intro to the movie of them setting everything up and then going through the chaos of like the, the whatever caused it to uh, shut down right. took way too long. Now, once they got onto the planet, I thought, okay, now this is looking great. Um, action's great. These weird little white alien things are great. Um, then about 30, 45 minutes later, it gets into like 30 to 45 minutes of, David talking to Walter. So it's just Fassbender show and this super weird story between the two of them um, and just prolonged. I feel like it just took way too long to tell the story, much like me giving my reviews taking too long. Um, And I just... The the very last scene, the way they get rid of the alien, I wasn't 
Yep. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What happens to James Franco? Oh, well, I was actually going to get into that. Okay. So. Well, Matt, well, yeah. What happens to Danny McBride? Those are the only two people I care about. I'll, I'll get into all that. Thanks. Just real quick. Uh, Max, was there anything else you want to add before I get my two cents? Um, not particularly. I may stumble off of something that you say, but... Okay. So, uh, James Franco is in the movie a total of 20 seconds. <laughs> is that about right, Max? Maybe less 20 than seconds? that. I mean, technically, yeah. he's in at zero. Yeah. Zero seconds. Yeah. So, essentially, what happens is he's, he's in his... Uh, cr- uh, what do you call those things? Like it's a sleeping chamber, like a but cryo- I know it's not the right. Stasis thing. Yeah, it's like, like essentially something happens to the ship where they have to wake up. However, he gets locked inside of his and catches and burns alive inside of his. And then the only thing you see of him is like a, a, a ten second video that she's like reflecting back on. That's it. So, Why did they cast him just because he's a big name? I don't know. Anyways, um, so anyways, uh, so my whole thing is I I, I think. Getting down to the planet took way too long. Um, I thought the best part was that scene in the field right yeah. before they got. I was like, man, this is going to be an alien movie. Like, this is what I want. Like, as soon as they got him into the um, the 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 room and locked him in, and like the stuff started coming out of his back, and then the stuff unfolded on outside the ship, I was like, this is what I want. Like, this is awesome. Yep. Uh, I like the idea, or not the idea, but I like that they they mix CGI with practical effects, which is something that we talked about, uh, especially with them coming out of the like the chest and stuff. Like I thought, all that stuff looked great. Like th- that wasn't a big deal. Um, like you, I agree. The story was more about Walter and David as opposed to anything else. And and the thing that I did not like at all, and you may tell me there's a reason for this, is I do not like how they. They portrayed like the aliens portrayed David as daddy. Oh yeah, that was dumb. Like literally, the one comes out of the chest, and it almost is like it extends his arms to him, Ugh. like "Pick me up, Papa." And I was like, "This is stupid." Yeah. Um. Not only that, but uh, when they so, and I know it's a horror movie, and I and I pick horror movie. Well, it's shot kind of like a horror movie, but. I pick horror movies apart a lot, like, when I think about, like, why would you actually do that? Like, why would you go to this place? Like, when they go down and you first see the the face hugger, like, the little egg or whatever, he's like, oh, you like, I may have just seen you with, a, like, a full-grown white alien that you were whispering to, and I killed it. But in this next scene, I'm going to completely trust everything yeah. that you tell me. So go ahead and look inside of that egg. It's perfectly safe, I assure you. Like, and I thought that guy was, like, going to be at it towards the, like, to the end. And that is, he's like, no, I'm just going to look in this thing and let it hug my face. Like, you know, it's whatever. Um, And then also, once they make it back to the ship, off the planet to the ship, um, I thought that, um, I thought they made the alien, the final alien, look stupid. Like, the way that I remember, like, I grant it, like, like, I understand that, like, these are kind of like the new form of the aliens it's kind of like it's still new to them but he refers to them as the perfect organism right like in every way they're perfect like they're smarter than us they're faster than us all this stuff but at the end you're gonna tell me that you lock all these doors so he has to go a specific way and that's exactly what happens like when i think about the original alien movies i think about how smart they were how they crawled around the ducks you never knew where they were but you're going to tell me you're going to lock every single door and make him go a certain way, and you're going to tell me, okay, well, I'm going to lock him into the cab of this truck, and that, cra- and and then we're just going to release into space, and that's literally exact. Well, and towards the end, like it didn't go exactly perfectly planned, but it did def- definitely like I felt like there was this climax, and then I felt like it just flew f- like fell flat on its face at the end of the movie. Yeah, I'll tell you why it feels. <laughs> and uh, minus the and, climax. And I mean. And to you, like I like to your point, Maxwell. Like I definitely feel like it was a Michael Fassbender show. Yeah, like that's what it was. Which he's a great actor so. and stuff. But um, I, everybody always wanted to know where the aliens came from. You know, what's their origin right. story? I don't like this one. I don't like that David found this ooze, this black stuff from um, the engineers. And then was just so fascinated for 10 years that he was like, well, I'm just going to see what I can do and perfect this. Because uh, he states in the movie that when the black ooze goes inside of the um, beans that it goes into, 
whatever living life, it comes out as something different every single time. And he wanted to perfect it to something different, which in like verbally to me sounds great, but telling it in the story and what, how it actually went, I did not enjoy. And like you said, Travis, uh, that alien coming out of the chest at the end, uh, standing straight up, like in all the alien movies, every time something comes out of a chest, it takes some time to grow. Um, I got a cat scratching some cardboard over there. <laughs> My question is, real quick, to that point, Maxwell, is the one that came out of the captain's chest at the end of the movie, was it the full-grown one that was on the ship, like, like that they had to fight off? Like, it grew that fast? The one that she crushes in the claw thing? Yeah, that's yeah. that one. It happened that yeah. quick? Wow, okay. I, I thought maybe it was a different one, because I couldn't believe the fact that it was growing that fast, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's still some... There's a lot of questions that people got thrown in when Prometheus came out. There's still some stuff that isn't answered. But then this movie yeah. brings in new questions like, okay, so David's the one that creates these things. Um, how the hell do they come from where they left that planet on a normal ship to the beginning right. of Alien, where it's the derelict spaceship from the engineers with an engineer sitting in the pilot seat with the chest burst out and all those eggs in there. How does it get to that point? Because that means David has to leave on that normal ship, perfect it even better, come up with a queen alien, go back and get one of his other alien ships or something and then crash it. Like it yeah. just doesn't make sense. I wish they would have shown more of the story. Now I don't know if they didn't because the actress didn't want to be in the movie or what happened with like the girl from Prometheus. But I wish they would have sh- had a flashback that I would have rather and spent more time on that piece as opposed to the first half hour they spent in space before they even got to the yeah. ship. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And really, Scott said um, he had a movie in the like written that's a prequel to this that goes in between Prometheus and Covenant. And I don't know how where what is he going to write that we didn't already hear about. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, James Franco movie. We could, yeah. we could, we could talk about. So, needless to say, I mean, I give it a six. You out were of disappointed. 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right there in the same boat. And I think Terry gave it. Um, I think he and I, and I quote, uh, six, uh, six baby aliens raising arms to, uh, daddy, daddy David or something like that. I can't remember what he said, but he definitely called out. Well, you did uh, quote we it. Saying, <laughs> huh? he said and quote, and then you just. Oh, said a bunch of shit just that I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I just fake like, news. Yeah, it's fake news. It's huge. Right. But anyways, yeah. Maxwell, so let's talk about... So I know you're all about... done with hearing our bullshit. So let's set some stuff up that you can give to us. So um, our big question that we're going to bring into the next show, uh, like we have been doing here, what do you guys want to see at E3 this year? So, of course, we're going to have our picks, but we want to hear from you guys. What do you want to see at E3 this year? It runs from June 13th through the 15th. So be thinking yes. about that. Of course, we'll post up the question and uh, send it out there over the internet and let you guys reply back. But um, how do you guys feel about E3? I'm pumped. I am too. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be... Uh, do you think it's going to be the year of VR this year? No. I don't. I hope not. I want to see more console games this year than VR stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Microsoft tags something onto Scorpio, but no. Yeah, Maxwell, is there anything that you're looking forward to, or anything you would like to see? I know that you don't play as games as much as Justin and myself, but I didn't know if there's anything you're looking forward to. I don't think we're ready for it, but I do want to see some um, augmented reality. I want to see like a good setup of, for that, but I I don't know where you could take that. Honestly, I think a, a stem off of vr where you can like move around and see your own environment because obviously right now playstation and xbox just as they are and using a webcam isn't going to quite work out uh yeah the only thing that i would like to see uh i don't think we'll probably see it this year but i would like to see an action adventure star wars game whether it's like a new knights of the old republic how about you save it for the episode yeah yeah why don't you shut your mouth hole (laughs) god all right, then. Well, I guess it's time for Pick of the Week. We just need to record that. I feel good about that one. Yeah, you do? Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, Pick of the Week. Justin, I guess you always start us off, so I guess we'll treat this the same. All right, my Pick of the Week this week is Injustice 2. Uh, like I said, I'm not a fighting game fan of this game. I'm hooked on I can't stop playing. I'll probably go home and play more tonight. Um, it's a really good, solid game. It's easy for a beginner to pick up and mash buttons and win sometimes. 
and win sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> All right, Maxwell, what about you, buddy? Mine is absolutely Turbo Kid. <laughs> Get on Netflix, watch that shit, let your life be changed, and then wait for their next horror movie. All right, I like that. Um, my pick of the week is actually, um, I, this is going to sound weird, but uh, 13 Reasons Why. I don't <laughs> know. I watched. Well, I didn't even watch all of it. I watched like the. When's second. your high school graduation? Is it this weekend? God, shut up! But anyways, it, I'm just kidding. It was a decent pick. Uh, I don't know why I'm calling my pick decent. You guys have to determine that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it was one of those shows that because my wife and I we go back and forth. Like I'll be watching a show, she's like, "God, it looks awful," and then like next thing you know, she's like watching every single episode. I don't know if you all go through that, Maxwell, when you're just watching stuff on TV. Uh, no, I. When your wife's over, we usually don't watch TV. Wink. Oh. God, I guess oh. I, I asked for that. Anyways. Oh. Anyways. So that was a good... Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my... <laughs> All right, anyways. Whenever you're editing this, can you just, like, make him on fire? Because he just got burned <laughs> twice. Yeah, anyways. Uh, I don't know. It was one of those shows she was watching. I was like, I'm not investing in this. This is stupid. And then I found myself, like, asking her questions and watching it. And So you do what she does every time you watch a show. I, I This is the only show I've ever done that that she's okay. been watching. I'm like, yeah, this is stupid. And the next thing I know, I'm, like, trying to watch everyone yeah. with her. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. It was interesting. Um, I guess it's caused a lot of controversy because there's, like, a lot of – it's it's based around suicidal tendencies tendencies uh and they're like pulling it off of shelves at schools and things like that like the books but uh it kind of brought to light like just in general like we just need to be kinder to one another you know what i mean like it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't take a whole lot to not be an asshole i mean directed towards maxwell after his comments about your wife i mean i'll just leave it there and he can pick up what he wants (laughs) but anyways uh But anyways, now it's a good show. If 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 you're looking for something to watch, it's only 13 episodes, hence 13 reasons why. Um, uh, just really quick, the premise: there's a tape. Uh, each tape, uh, the girl records herself explaining like why a certain person is the reason that she did what she did. Uh, so it's pretty heavy. It's not a like a, a pick me up, feel good show. But if you're just wanting something to watch and kind of shed a little light on kind of some of the things that kids may go through today, it's a good. It's a good show to watch. So, so if you're done with uh, This Is Us and you want to get depressed, even uh, more check so. Out. Yeah, even All more right. so. <laughs> so that's it, people. Oh. We did it. I'm gonna set a goal for next episode. Okay, what? Okay. So I watched La La Land. Yeah. Oh, that's a step in the right direction. I'm gonna mm-hmm. watch Split before we record again. I watched that movie too. I forgot to talk about it, but oh. you're not gonna watch it. Well, I'll right. watch. No, well, I really want to. <laughs> I'll watch it and then we'll talk about it. Next I might week. watch Turbo Kid tonight and then I'll watch Split. Sounds good. So next All week, right. Split discussion. Yep. Done. It's, All right. So thanks, y'all, for listening. We look forward to hearing from you. Uh, As always, you can like us and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can reach us via email at thepodcast at nerdsandmikes.com. Yes. Boom dip. Block the dip. (laughs) Block the dip. You'll never get in there. All right. All right. Bye-bye. That was awkward. Bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.